Hello and welcome back to another edition of NEMT Radio. I'm your host, Rob Lawrence, and uh, we're really getting into the swing of this now. And so I'm going to invite a couple of guests in uh, for the first half of the show, and then we're going to have a, a two-parter this go-round. And so to talk about uh, life as a board member uh, within the National Association of EMTs, I'd like to welcome our immediate past president, uh, Bruce Evans. Bruce, hello, sir. Hello, Rob. And uh, Dennis Willem. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Dennis, um, Dennis has been the chair and is the chair of our candidacy and elections committee. Dennis, welcome. And I think this is your first podcast ever. Yes, it is. Uh, thank you. Absolutely. So let's do a little bit of sort of bio backstories, first of all. Uh, Bruce, I'm sure many members uh, know who you are, but uh, take us back to the beginning. Uh, where did you start off with? And then, of course, tell us how you became involved with NEMT in the first place. Yeah, so, um, you know, my uh, involvement in NEMT goes back, you know, um, I, I think I was just joking with uh, some of our staff that it's been almost 20 years since I've been at NEMT. And, you know, I would tell you that I've uh, walked a mile in a lot of other organizations' shoes. Um, you know, as a, you know, a 40-year paramedic, I've been at uh, National Association of uh, National EMS Management Association, the, um, the IFC's EMS section, um, did some work for the educators. Um, and then um, I just happened to be in a cab, uh, sharing a cab back to the airport with Ken Bouvier. And uh, Kenny said, uh, hey, uh, he was the president of NAMT at the time. He said, hey, uh, I want you to come and um, chair my safety committee. And he says, I've read a lot of what you've written. And, um, you know, and I'd, I'd written for uh, Fire Chief Magazine for about 20 years, uh, the EMS column there. And he said, I really like the stuff you're writing. And I think it, it would uh, benefit NAMT to have you there. So I signed back up and. Uh, Kenny assigned me to the safety committee, and after that, it was the a couple of curriculums later, um, was a board member, and then elected into the executive board, and then um, the the media uh, the presidency for uh, two years ago, and um, and now the media past president. And of course, you were our president coming out of the pandemic, and so uh, you know that without a doubt kept you busy. Yeah, there was a lot of um, things that NEMT was asked by both the White House and several other um, organizations that were dealing with the pandemic, you know, ASPR and CDC, uh, for our opinions on things. And then, of course, um, you know, one of the missions for NEMT is to make sure that we're servicing and providing a representation for the provider in the field. And uh, there was obviously a lot of safety issues. There was a lot of supply issues. Um, and all of that, um, kind of felt on the, fell on the shoulders of NEMT at the time, uh, to make sure that we, uh, we were making our voice heard uh, around the nation about, uh, the shortages of equipment and the shortages of PPE. And, uh, you know, and unfortunately the toll it was taking on a lot of our EMS providers. Indeed, and uh, we can have many discussions on all of those topics. Uh, I'm sure for 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 a long, for many hours. But uh, let's go over to, uh, to to Dennis. Dennis, you've got an amazing uh, backstory and biography uh, because uh, you spent a lot of time in working at Caterpillar. So why don't you start off by giving us uh, your backstory, Dennis? Absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I worked at uh, Caterpillar uh, from uh, early, uh, I guess it was in 1977 uh, uh, is when I started there. And uh, I was actually became the, the uh, director of EMS at Caterpillar in uh, 1980 and uh, continued with that EMS directorship uh, for Caterpillar there in Decatur and also I did some work at uh, two of the other facilities for the corporate group uh, all the way through 2011 when I decided to, uh, I was working on the retirement process and uh, from Caterpillar. So yeah, quite a, quite a long stint uh, at Caterpillar as an EMS director there. And of course, you are involved with uh, the NEMT board and indeed uh, supporting it. And so, uh, you know, how, how did you get involved uh, with NAMT? Well, I actually started in NAMT uh, about 27 years ago. I think it was in 1996. Uh, I started out and I was very green uh, into the into the group. And uh, as uh, Bruce had uh, mentioned, uh, Ken Bouvier, Ken uh, had asked me to come on to the industrial division or the industrial society. So I actually... Uh, became chair of that industrial society and was chair for about four years and then uh, left that area and then uh, came on to the, uh, the candidacy and elections committee from uh, 2009 and uh, have been the chairman since 2013. So Bruce, obviously, uh, NEMT are looking for people to step up, to step forward, to to come and do their bit to represent not only their profession but obviously the association. So, uh, one of the, the the main topic of today is, uh, and uh, in the second half, uh, we're going to be talking to and welcoming Shannon Watson, uh, who is a, is a, a new and current board member. But uh, why should people think about? Uh, volunteering to serve in a, a board or committee appointment with NEMT. Uh, what's in it for them and what's in it for us as a profession? Yeah, Rob, you know, I would I'd say I learned this early on. Um, you know, when I went to college as a 17-year-old right out of high school, graduated high school one day and was at Iowa State the next day. And somewhere along the line, I, I, I pledged a fraternity. And um, one of the rules of our fraternity was you had to be involved in another organization and, you know, whether on campus. So was that the student health advisory committee, which is what I ultimately belong to or intramurals or Greek week, or, you know, the, uh, just a variety of things in a campus community that you can be involved in. And one of the things that was the benefit uh, that I learned from that is that, you, it's good for you to be involved in other organizations outside uh, where your bread and butter is. For example, you know, one of the things that happens at NEMT through the committee process and through the board is there's a lot of debate and you get a chance to advance some of your ideas. Some of those ideas may be flawed. Some of those ideas may be fantastic, um, but you get a chance to experiment with those in an in an environment that is essentially a little bit more forgiving than say your EMS agency, where you might have folks that decide that, uh, you know, your rogue element or uh, you're too smart for your britches and they don't like you because of that. So it gives you a chance to kind of, um, you know, develop professionally 
by advancing these ideas in an environment that is not, again, where your bread and butter is. And, and that helps with, like I said, professional development, it helps build influence, it helps build your networking capabilities, so that if you do need something that you don't have the resources for, you know who to call um, or who to reach out to. And so your own journey to the presidency, from the point you became a member to the point you became president, what, 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 what was that journey for you like? So one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I endeavored to do is that in, and I'll tell you the, um, you know, the stresses that come with achieving something. So in, in 2010, I, I was awarded the James O. Page Leadership Award from the International Association of Fire Chiefs. And one of the things that was impressive about, you know, that award is it's about a, the highest award that you can get in fire-based EMS. And you kind of look around and you say, what's the next mountain to climb? And, um, you know, for a while there, you're kind of bewildered um, when you achieve that level. And and there's you have to start looking around. It took me probably about three months to kind of refocus on some of the things that I wanted to do in my career. And one of those things um, was was instrumental or, or that that I think was key was when Jim Jim Page passed away. There were several of us that sat down and um, kind of envisioned this national mentoring program that Jim had envisioned um, right before he passed. And one of the things that was key on that is that it took 10 years of meetings between some very significant leaders in the EMS industry, and we still couldn't pull it off. And I looked at what NEMT was able to accomplish over the time that I was a board member and I was a committee member. And I said, I need to run for the presidency and I need to make the James O. Page Lighthouse Leadership Program um, a, a priority uh, for my presidency. And I need to be there to direct it and lead it and set the vision for it. So, you know, that it was a methodical process to go through uh, being a being a committee member, being a board member, being elected to the e-board and then being elected to the presidency. But it was all with an with a an end in mind that uh, this program that we had struggled for almost a decade to get off the ground, it needed the heavy lift capacity of NAMT. Excellent. And also, the other thing I need to thank you for, uh, ex-immediate past president uh, Bruce Evans, is uh, commissioning the uh, the creation of the NAMT radio podcast. So uh, thank you for uh, for planting that seed, of course, which uh, President Susan Bailey uh, then executed on. So uh, thank you for that. Also, we make sure that all of our cohorts of the NAMT uh, Lighthouse Leadership Project listen to NAMT Radio. So uh, hopefully they are also our future and may consider in the fullness of time actually running for a board position, which brings me on to you, Dennis. Obviously, you are the you know the gatekeeper, let's call you that for the second, of folk getting through uh into uh, you know executive and, and leadership appointments within the association. So, what's the process, and, and and how are you involved in that? Well, we have a committee of five members uh, of the uh, canvassing election group, and we are, uh, as you said, a gatekeeper of all the information comes back through, and uh, we work with the uh, the staff and the board trying to come up with the guidelines on what. It, uh, uh, what it's going to take for board members, uh, successful board members, and the requirements uh, for those. And so at, at this time, we have 
10 different regions um, starting the 24-25 term. Out of those 10 regions, we have actually five directorship positions that are going to be available. And so within the next uh, couple of months, we're going to have everything open and available for uh, these people who, uh, uh, who have the desire, who have the willingness to serve on the board. And, you know, we already have thousands of uh, members uh, of EMS professionals in, in, in AMT uh, in all sorts of uh, walks of life. Uh, they've dedicated their lives, uh, many of them, to full-time uh, EMS uh, service. And we also have many people uh, who are dedicating their lives uh, in a volunteer position uh, in their organizations as well. And through all of those different members, we have a lot of strong leaders out there. And AMT is always searching for those uh, leaders to uh, become leaders for NAMT themselves. So in this uh, next year, uh, during this year, the 24-25 term that's going to be coming up, uh, we will have five different uh, regions up for election. And this, those will be the East Central, the Mid-Atlantic, the Southeast Coast area, Midwest, and West Coast. Now, that's very different from where we were before. We had uh, four different regions uh, and two uh, uh, other positions uh, who were at larger directors. Uh, now we have the regions that have split up through 10 different regions throughout the United States. Uh, so I encourage anyone who has the desire to run as a directorship to get into the uh, uh, NAMT webpage uh, and actually look at uh, all of the uh, uh, those regions, all five of the regions who are going to be up for election. And if your state falls in within that region, I encourage you to, to take that opportunity to think about running for the board. But in order to run for this board and for a director position, uh, first of all, you have to be an active member for at least two consecutive years preceding uh, the election that will be coming up in October. So you have to be an active member for two years. You have to be engaged. Uh, an EMS as an EMS practitioner, an EMS manager, uh, or an EMS instructor. And within all three of those areas, you have to be able to provide proof of uh, working in that arena 15 hours each week, which tells us that you are actively involved and very dedicated in what you're wanting to do. So in order for that proof to come through, we will definitely need written verification uh, from the candidate CMS agency or educational institution that they are actually providing that 15 hours a week. And you can, uh, with that, candidate's level of commitment. And we'll also need the, the employer support because there is quite a time commitment involved being a director. So uh, this information is all on this website. Uh, you also need to have uh, uh, be participating currently in uh, within the last two years immediately, serving as uh, one of either one of these six areas of either an instructor for NAMT's educational program, uh, serving as a state or a regional coordinator uh, for at least one of the NAMT programs, uh, 
serving on the NAMT committee, uh, serving as an NAMT representative, or liaison to another organization. And then the last two is uh, serving as a uh, NAMT affiliate advisory council member or as a trustee or on the NAMT foundation. Now, this is a very uh, arduous process uh, as far as getting in as a director uh, for the board, but uh, that's what leaders do. Uh, they desire something and they go for it. Uh, these candidates uh, will need to have the ability to commit six to eight hours per month. Uh, that's going to allow them the ability to participate uh, on boards, uh, conference uh, calls, committee calls, and other board-related activities. And they'll also uh, be doing traveling three times a year to uh, NAMT uh, board of director meetings. And uh, uh, fortunately, those uh, travel expenses will be uh, picked up uh, by NAMT. Uh, as I had mentioned earlier about having the ability to uh, work, uh, this is a, is a very dedicated process. So we will also require, again, your employer, if that employer is different, uh, then your employer is different uh, from the EMS agency or educational uh, group, we will need to actually have a letter of uh, support saying that they're confirming your support uh, to be able to come on as a board of director at that time. Uh, and if you are a self-employed, a candidate, uh, we would need to have some type of a verification uh, in an active, uh, from an active NAMT member confirming uh, this, uh, the level of a candidate's uh, profession uh, and the time uh, commitment that uh, the candidate will need to uh, provide. You'll need to always uh, as Bruce does, as always actively promote NAMT membership, uh, that's a must. Uh, and serve as an ambassador for NAMT and uh, within the EMS profession. Uh, and finally, uh, there are lots of, uh, we have a good set of bylaws, and uh, you must also adhere to the bylaws in the Code of Conduct uh, within the uh, uh, website. Again, all that information is available. And I encourage anyone who is really wanting to uh, engage, be engaged in wanting to run as a director for the board, uh, highly encourage you to get into that website under NAMT.org. Log into that. And uh, once you get into that area, you can simply go, in, go into uh, uh, the front page There'll be several different drop-down boxes, and the drop-down box where you can find out about election information is to go over the word that says about NAMT, hover over that area, and uh, you'll see a drop-down box uh, that talks about the board of directors. Just click on that, and you'll be directed to the 2023 NAMT board, and off to the side, there'll be an elections area. Just tap on that, and It'll take you straight to all of the information that is needed and necessary to learn about what's necessary to uh, run and uh, be on the board for the NAMT Board of Directors.
One for you, Bruce. If I decide I want to run, is it election or is it selection? Which one is it? It's definitely um, an election process. And and one of the things that I would tell you, Rob, is that, um, you know, I, you know, big kudos to the election committee and Dennis's leadership over there because, you know, they've they've really maintained a very rigid and firm set of rules and regulation for running for the board or running for an officer position. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of times people make the mistake on at NEMT is they let their membership lapse. And it does, as, as Dennis was saying, it does require continuous membership. Um, and, you know, what I would strongly encourage people that have a, a notion that they want to run like yourself is to buy the lifetime membership. That way your membership is never going to expire and uh, Dennis gets to check that box off and not worry about. And, uh, you know, as compared to people that, you know, may lapse for a couple months and don't get the email, don't get the mails, you know, they, they miss the contact that goes into their, their junk file when they're emailed about their expiration coming up. So, um, so it very important to make sure that you maintain that membership and then, and then uh, get out there and tell your story. Uh, you know, especially people in the regions now, um, as Dennis mentioned, we kind of broke up the regions so that you have a little bit more responsiveness. We had some big states that were essentially harboring, you know, candidates over and over again, you know, Florida, Texas, California, and kind of leaving the little states um, where there might have been people that wanted to run, but they just couldn't overcome the numbers. Um, so we we broke it up into more responsive zones or regions for election. And you know, so you got to get out there and sell yourself. Um, if, if anything, I would tell you that running for the NAMT board um, is a grassroots event. You got to get out and uh, slap some backs, kiss some babies, talk to some folks at organizations and EMS agencies and tell them what you're going to do for them. And, and actually, uh, that's and where I wanted to, to, to take this, this conversation, Bruce, because you have to campaign. You actually have to impress your fellow NAMT members within that area because at the end of the day, there's going to be a vote uh, and uh, you want to be the successful candidate. Yeah. And, you know, there's, and especially if you're deciding that you want to run for an officer position, you know, you have to have your pulse on everything that's going on in this country. And and frankly, um, NEMT now is almost a bigger international organization than we are a national organization. So I can tell you during my presidency, I got a chance to meet with 40 of our training centers over in the European continent and some of them actually in the Middle East or Near East. And uh, they have a whole different set of issues EMS wise. Um, you know, I was stunned to find out that the Europeans have no clue that we're having a fentanyl crisis here in America. And uh, they, they were just dumbfounded about that. Um, so um, and then if you look in Latin America, um, you know, one of the things I did uh, as the president of NAMT is I went and rode with Keto Fire down in Ecuador. And then I rode with the Ecuadorian Red Cross, an incredible contrast between the, the haves and have nots in, the, in that country. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I had a fantastic uh, female paramedic that I rode with at uh, Keto Fire. And as I'm looking through their ambulance, um, I see an ultrasound machine. And I thought, wow, Ecuador has ultrasound on all their fire department ambulances. Um, and I asked the paramedic that was entertaining me that day, uh, Gypsy, 
what what are you using ultrasound for? And she said, well, there's no prenatal care in this country. So frequently people that are diagnosed as being pregnant in keto are diagnosed by the fire department. She says, we use that device almost every other day. There's a whole episode or 10 in international EMS, of course. Uh, if you can tell by my accent, I started my ambulance career in, in the UK. And uh, like you, I've also spent some considerable amount of time in, in South America with places like Chile and Ecuador and uh, Bolivia. And uh, it's an eye-opener, and I commend everybody to do that. Anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a job for another day. Um before we go any further, though, I just want to remind everybody that uh, the references that uh, Dennis uh, mentioned earlier we'll put in the show notes. Um, don't forget, NAMT Radio is available wherever you get your podcasts, but to name but a few, we're on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and even iHeart Radio. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, take a moment to rate and review us on the platform that you're listening to us on. If you have a comment, you can get in touch on email at Radio at naemt.org and the final request from rob today is if you're listening to us on your uh, iphone or your remote device somewhere on the platform you'll see a little check mark or a little plus where you hit that that means you'll like you subscribe and every time we publish an episode of NEMT radio you get a notification so why not do that we're coming to the end of this half and so i'm going to ask my classic rob question before we go to the break bruce and dennis is there anything i've forgotten to ask you or is there anything you want to tell me dennis i would just uh highly encourage uh, everyone that are uh, members of an amt uh to not just sit back and uh, uh let you know just let themselves be fed go out and get involved get be very active within the association get involved with committees there are a tremendous amount of committees within an amt uh it is just, it is a privilege to be able to do that. And you will meet people from all around the world uh, that uh, you're going to learn from all the time. Uh, I've been 40 years in this business and I still learn from people from all around the world. And that's what it's about is to uh, be able to engage with uh, so many different EMS uh, professionals from around the world and just highly encourage uh, uh, you to be involved as much as possible. Bruce, over to you, sir. So, Rob, um, my mom was in EMS, and, you know, I had the pleasure of running calls with her before she passed. And um, one of the things my mom always used to tell me is, uh, for every ass, there's a seat. You know, and all kidding aside, NEMT has a place for everybody to sit with their interest. I mean, we have safety issues going on. We have um, we have all, all of our curriculums that are being constantly rewritten and updated. Uh, we have our political action committee. Um, we have our affiliate advisory committee that is all, all these things are, you know, may pique your interest, but maybe there's something that you have a special interest in. And I would venture to guess that NEMT has that spot for you to sit and engage the organization at both a national and potentially an international level with your ideas about what you're passionate about. Thank you both for those wise words. Uh, we're going to cut to the break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have uh, current NAMT board member Shannon Watson with us. And then we'll bring Bruce and Dennis back in uh, to close the show off. So for the moment, gentlemen, thank you. And let's go for a quick break. 
Over three decades ago, PHTLS, Pre-Hospital Trauma Life Support, transformed the assessment and management of trauma patients in the field, improving quality of trauma patient care and saving lives around the world. The 10th edition of this trusted, comprehensive resource continues the PHTLS mission to promote excellence in trauma patient management by all pre-hospital care practitioners through global education. In the field, seconds count. The 10th edition of PHTLS, Pre-Hospital Trauma Life Support, teaches and reinforces the principles of rapidly assessing a trauma patient using an orderly approach, immediately treating life-threatening problems as they are identified and minimizing delays in initiating transport to an appropriate destination. To order your copy today, visit psglearning.com or follow the link in the show notes. So have you got the latest edition of the PHTLS manual? Uh, to get a deeper dive into it, go back in our catalogue to episode nine of NEMT Radio, where I spoke to the amazing Dr. Sam Galvagno, who was actually a contributor and author of a PHTLS chapter, and that is well worth a listen. So before the break, we heard from the immediate past president, Bruce and Dennis, who we've heard is really the gatekeeper uh, for uh, entry to the board and an important job that is too. And so one of the people that he actually let through the gate is our next guest who's coming on now after the break. Uh, And welcome, uh, Shannon Watson. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Great, great. So you are a relatively new member of the board, and that's where I want to get get into in a second. But why don't you just introduce yourself, uh, who you are, and where you come from? Sure. So my name is Shannon Watson. I work in St. Louis, Missouri. I am the Assistant Chief for Christian Hospital EMS. And I actually started my career in Jacksonville, North Carolina in 2005, so about 18 years ago. And then I came to St. Louis. This is where I was from. So when I came back home, I started working for Christian Hospital, and that was in 2008. So I've been here for about 15 years. I've done various things. I was the clinical supervisor for a few years. And that's where I really developed my passion for education. And that's when I really got involved with NAMT. So I was on the Emergency Pediatric Care Committee for many years and helped do some of their revisions. And then I actually chaired that committee. And then... Throughout that process, I was moving along in my career here at Christian Hospital, and I went into mobile integrated health. So I was the supervisor for what we call the Community Health Access Program. So that was our mobile integrated health program with advanced practice paramedics. I helped develop and implement that program for our hospital, and then we rolled it out, and I managed that for a few years. And then now I have been the assistant chief for six years. And that's where I've really developed my passion for mentoring and leadership and progressing our profession, which is what led me more into NAMT and really wanted to be on the board. I just had a desire to serve and really help our career field progress. And it seemed like NAMT is a great advocate for our profession. And so it was a great landing spot. And so I was recently appointed this year to the board, and it's really been a great experience. So, of course, we must reference the fact that you must, therefore, have worked under the great uh, Mr. Ceballero. Yes, yes, for sure. We worked together for a few years here at Christian Hospital. Wonderful. So, we heard before the break that uh, Bruce and Dennis talked about why you should run. Um, you, you've kind of given us a teaser there as to, you know, you becoming a board member. But uh, 
you know, what inspires you to, you know, be on the NEMT board and to act really at a, at a national level representing our profession? I think that it's just, I think what NEMT stands for and the work that they do is really remarkable. And I'm humbled to be even a part of such a great organization. You know, there's a lot of people that are working day in and day out to make sure that EMS really has a voice and, you know, they're fighting for our profession and, you know, to start initiatives and, you know, bring education and training and resources and all these things to our career field. And I'm just, it's admirable, right? And so when I think about a place where I feel like I could make a difference and help and provide insight or, you know, try and help develop courses or bring information to people, I think of NAMT. And I think that really came from my work with the Emergency Pediatric Care Committee. At the time, EPC was a newer program and we really needed pediatric education. And so I was taxed with one of the, or I was one of the folks that would go around nationally and bring EPC to other agencies. And it was just such an awesome experience. I mean, I got to go all over the United States. So I would go to Montana and Michigan and, you know, all these places, some rural, some more urban, but you could tell that there was a need for education and, and they just, they loved it. They wanted the material. They were very interested. Some services were volunteers, some were paid, and it was just, very cool to see the differences in EMS services and to bring folks things that they need. And really at the the forefront of that is NAMT. So they recognize areas where our profession needs either training or resources or, you know, different capabilities and they bring it to them. And that that is just awesome. And I love being a part of something like that. And I love having the ability to help bring these things to other areas across the nation and, you know, internationally now too, NAMT is doing a lot of work and it's just great. It's really what we need. And so for me, wanting to join the board was really to just help serve and try and help progress our career field and help be a part of the change that we need to see for our profession. So we particularly want to encourage people in this edition of NAMT Radio, as we do always, for people to get involved, for people to apply, for people to work towards the board. We heard from Dennis and from Bruce earlier that there are a number of seats coming up. Um, Also, we heard from Bruce that this isn't selection, this is election. And so you've been recently elected. So just for for those listening who are thinking about this, talk about, you know, your, your campaign to get a board seat. Yeah, so I'm the Region 3 Director for NEMT on the board, and I think the first step, if you're interested in, you know, joining an organization or, you know, one day being on a board somewhere, is really networking. So you've got to start networking locally, right? So since I'm for Region 3, I'm in the St. Louis area, but Region 3 covers a whole lot of different areas when it comes to NEMT. And so I think my years of work and just taking NAMT classes and becoming an instructor in different NAMT classes. I mean, at one time I was instructing for AMLS, PHLS, EPC, people, you know, all of the classes because that, that kind of suited my role as a clinical supervisor, but it also helped me to really build a network. And as I would meet these other leaders across the United States, I would make sure that, you know, when I met them, I would introduce myself and exchange cards and, you know, all of those things and make those connections so that one day when I was ready for a position like this, I could tap into those resources. 
because you do need support. So you do need, you know, a letter of recommendation from somebody in the region and they have to be an NAMT member. And obviously you want to be somebody that is active and, you know, actively participates. Right. And then, I mean, you have to make sure that people know who you are so that they vote for you. Right. And so I think that just comes with networking that comes with being an instructor in a lot of these classes, being affiliate faculty, it comes with going to state and national conferences. You know, if you go to the EMS Expo, make sure that you're networking. Go to all these different NAMT events. I mean, they host a ton of events for our profession, right? And that is a great place for you to network and start just getting your face out there and introducing yourself and exchanging, you know, information and then utilize it. So check in with folks. You know, if you're, for me, I think being in my career, I was the clinical supervisor, then I did mobile integrated health, and then I was the assistant chief. And so, for instance, with mobile integrated health, there was a lot of networking that had to take place. It was a very new program. Lots of folks across the United States were looking into it. Some were actively doing it. I'm sure you guys know Matt Zavasky. We went and visited with him, and he showed us his program, and you know they were doing great things. And so, all of those little touch points led to one day me being able to or where I felt comfortable, right, going to try and apply for the board and then getting elected. And I actually, so I tried a couple of years ago and I missed it by one vote. And I remember at the time, Matt was the president and he called and he said, yeah, you missed it by one vote, but, you know, try again next time kind of thing. And so I would tell folks, don't be discouraged. I mean, it is an elected position and even, you know, sometimes you can try your hardest and you can have all the networks and you can go around and ask people to vote and make sure that, you know, they're joining NAMC, but it may not happen. So don't give up, you know, try again. So this is actually my second attempt and I'm so glad that I did it again. And it's been a wonderful experience thus far. Wow. Well, before the break, Bruce uh, mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, prospective candidates had to get out and do that sort of thing. You've just described how you did it and not that long ago. So Shannon, I have to tell you, that was the absolute perfect answer. And also, don't forget, if you're listening, that uh, there is a range of NAMT activities taking place at EMS World Expo, uh, which is September the 18th to the 22nd in New Orleans. Uh, And as Shannon said, get there, network, uh, shake hands, get to meet people, get get to know and be known because then that's going to help you when you know you need to get out on the road and to campaign and to get elected. Um, so, Shannon, you, you got the place on the board. How was the welcome? Obviously, you said you, you are new in 2023. How were you received? How was your kind of induction? And, you know, how's it going? Well, I think it's been going great. You'd have to ask everybody else, but I think my first event with the board was down at EMS on the Hill Day. So, NAMT does bring all of the board members to EMS on the Hill to make sure that we are representing and you can lobby with your different legislatures. And if you've never been to that, that too is a great event. So that's something that I did previously. That's good networking, you know, all of these things. But I went there and that was really my first in-person board meeting because we do some board meetings via Zoom. And then we also do in-person board meetings. And I just felt so grateful that we had We had a full day. So in the morning, we held a meeting and then we actually did team building. And I thought it was so cool because I really got to know everybody. So throughout the day, they'd break us up into different teams and we'd brainstorm things on how we can, you know, work better as a team and the objectives that we want to work for and 
we developed what we call rules of engagement. So kind of our mission, vision, and values for the NANC board, and then, you know, what we're striving to do. And so it was a great experience. And I told the folks there, I said, I just feel so grateful that my first in-person board meeting was not just a meeting. You know, we did a big team building activity and everybody's so friendly and welcoming. So not only did we do that, you go out to dinner at night and, you know, you network in that way and you just really get to know folks on another level. And so then you're comfortable. So that was my first in person. And then we had a couple more Zooms. And then we actually had another board meeting in person just this past month. And it happened to be in St. Louis. So I thought that was just awesome. So everybody came to St. Louis. I got to kind of show them the town. We got to do more meetings, more team building. We got to go and visit some local EMS agencies. So it's overall been a great experience. And I can feel the passion from the board members. I think that's cool too. You know, nobody just, I don't feel like anybody feels silenced. So people feel very comfortable and confident and speaking up, which is nice because, you know, there's a lot of people in that room that, you know, are in different areas. I feel like it's a very diversified group, which I like. There's multiple backgrounds. There's some fire and EMS, some private EMS, some educators, some leaders from ambulance districts. You know, you really have just a whole wealth of knowledge in that room. And so it's great when we start talking about topics and, and people start, you know, discussing different resolutions or even conflict. I mean, conflict can be good, right? As long as you have a good resolution with it. And so it's great to hear people's perspectives and just be in a room with a lot of well-established people that are very knowledgeable. I've learned a ton from them even, and I bring it back to my agency and say, Hey, how can we do this different? Or how can we enhance this kind of thing? So it's just been a great experience thus far. And I'm glad you picked up on Bruce's point. We we discussed before the break that, you know, sometimes conflict or challenge helps forward momentum. And so I'm really pleased that you identified that as well. Um, before we go, Shannon, um, we are recommending that all of our Lighthouse leadership uh, mentees uh, listen to this as well as everybody else but uh, you know your message to them obviously you are now on the on the 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 board ladder as it were but what would you want to say to those folk that are listening well kudos to you for taking that step in your career i actually as a part as an NANT board member i'm on the leadership lighthouse committee now and man they've done so much work and it's incredible that program is just it's so humbling. I wish that early in my career, I would have had an opportunity like that. So I want to tell those mentees, awesome job. I mean, you stepped up, you were vulnerable. You put your name out there because there was a big group of people and everybody was very well qualified. And it was, you know, we tried to have a very objective process so that we could choose people right in the right manner. And you know, not be subjective about it and stuff like that. But great job even going for the spot. And the ones that were selected, I mean, there are some great mentees in that group. And I'm learning from them too. So as a part, I know Rom has actually developed a journal club recently. And he just had his first one last week. And a lot of the mentees were on there. And some of them are from the older class, I believe, but they're or the newer class. I think they're inviting the older class. But that's awesome. Like that right there is networking. So get on that journal club, do the activities. Although sometimes it feels like you're being stretched because in that leadership lighthouse program, you have to set goals. 
you have to have a vision. And you can't just say, oh, I want to do this. It's SMART goals, right? They're specific, measurable. I mean, those mentors are making sure that they can help these folks advance their career. So I just want to say kudos for those mentees taking that step, being vulnerable, you know, getting their info out there. And I think that they'll definitely have a great time in the program. And you can tell from the 2022 class, I mean, there's some awesome stuff that has happened. So it's open doors. It's allowed folks to, you know, write articles or teach at conferences, all of these different things. So just kudos to you for taking that step in your career. I know it's scary, but don't give up, you know, great job. And those are the folks that are the next, you know, assistant chiefs or chiefs or board members, right? Because they want to take that extra step. They want to go that extra mile. So awesome job. I'm proud of you guys. And it's great, great to get to work with everyone. Wonderful. Thank you for saying that. And also coming up at Expo, we just mentioned that I do believe we are graduating the first class, which was, of course, last year's class um, at, at X Expo. And so that's an exciting time when we get to meet them and uh, and again, network with them. Let me bring uh, Bruce and Dennis back in before we go. Uh, guys, how can we follow you and uh, get hold of you? Starting with you, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Evans. Um, I'm uh, I'm pretty easy. To, uh, I'm, I'm an old school. I'm at HawkeyeEMS at AOL.com. And that's two E's. H-A-W-K-E-Y-E-E-M-S at AOL.com. Um, the oldies aren't the besties. And yeah, uh, people, people that know me know that I'm from Iowa, but that's the reference. <laughs> and uh, Dennis? Uh, yes, people can get hold of me at uh, WilhamDR at FrontierNet.net. W-I-L-H-A-M-D-R at FrontierNet.net. And Shannon, your contact details? Yes, you can reach me at Shannon period Watson at BJC.org. And that's B as in boy, J as in junior, C as in cat.org. So thank you all. Uh, I'd like to thank all of our guests uh, this time around, Bruce Evans, uh, Dennis Wilhelm, and uh, Shannon Watson. Uh, if you've been listening to this uh, and you're interested in getting involved, my simple message is simple. Get involved. Uh, look at the references. See how you can become uh, a member of the executive. Uh, even eventually follow in Bruce's footsteps and become the president of the association. Uh, we need you. And every great journey starts with but one small step. So make that small step today if you haven't already. So another great edition of NEMT Radio. Again, thank you to uh, Shannon, to Dennis and to Bruce. Uh, we'll be back very, very soon. Uh, looking forward to that. So for the moment, uh, thank you all. Don't forget everything you've heard, you can catch on the website at NEMT.org. I've been Rob Lawrence. Thank you to my guests. And until next time, bye for now. Bye for now.